1: It's Friday. It is August 9th. It's 2019. And we have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my bearded brother from another mother, Genie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend?
0: I am doing just fantastic. Had the volume turned up way too loud during your intro. (laughs) And we were talking so quietly pre-show. And then as soon as that happens, like ah gosh, gotta turn that down here. Uh, but I am I'm getting crushed tonight heavily crushed absolutely crushed but you know what <laughs> i'm just i'm just giving back all my wins from last week so it works out well but i'm ready for tomorrow's slate it honestly might only be on three or four pitchers which is not ever going to end well so we'll see how that goes
1: well it's either going to end well or not end well <laughs> it's
0: going to be and bad, i guess bad. that's how it goes it's, it's one or the other it's not multiple varieties of outcomes
1: um, for sure, for sure. So if you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor site, fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto Grinders links. That way you get three months of Rotogrinders premium for Fantasy Draft. Plus, you'll get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. If you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. Um, Grant, they announced their football tournament for week one today. And um it I don't ever won fifty football tournaments but there's a good chance that I won 50 that million dollar. It's a flat payout. It has enough up top. And if I do the, what is it? The $15 membership or something like that. If I was reading it correctly, like I'm not paying rake on that tournament. Like, hello.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally there's what 50,000 entries and 10,000 double up. So 20%, it's only 10% up top. It's my favorite payout structure ever. And like, but there's not only that, there's literally that a four dollar hundred thousand dollar one, a one twenty five hundred thousand dollar one big fifty is just massive. I knew about these last week, and this is I was waiting for this lobby to show up, and gosh, it is absolutely beautiful, and I am super pumped for week one.
1: yeah, I didn't even realize the four dollar hundred thousand dollar um I might max that one too, so. Um, I, I like it. I, I like it. I, I'm glad that you know they're following up this no rake membership promo thing with um, some big football stuff because I just don't have time to juggle three baseball sites right now. So I am really excited to play some football over there on fantasy draft. Uh, let's jump into the slate. We got 14 games. Um, I did tweet this out yesterday. If you haven't noticed, if you don't subscribe to the Roto Grinders YouTube page, guess what? You can see us now. You can go to Roto Grinders YouTube. In the morning um, and you can see the recording of the morning grind podcast doesn't mean I'm always gonna look at you because I'm doing my thing and uh, we're recording but um, we are now on video so if you haven't checked it out make sure you go over to YouTube roto grinders YouTube page subscribe and that way as soon as the video gets up you can um, watch whoever is the co-host for the day like today I'm wearing a Disney hey hey shirts um Grant's rocking the black tee and We're jumping into 14 games. We got Houston at Baltimore. It's 10.5 total. Wade Miley against Dylan Bundy. Um, Miley's a 250 favorite here on the road. Do we have any interest in Wade Miley?
0: A little bit. I mean, this is a slate where there are two clear cut options and maybe one other one, and then everyone else is a tournament dart. Um, Miley's a tournament dart. He's a guy that is an average strikeout pitcher, but going up against a massive. Strikeout rate, Baltimore team. He has upside here. He can, he does won't, probably won't go late into the game. But at nine K, you're basically hoping on Bueller to fail. Bueller's going to be the guy for me. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about him being the chalk, but he's the clear-cut guy. But he only has a 4.1 implied total against him. Miley does, and there's a 25% K rate in this line. He has upside here. Nine K is a tough price to pay for, but you're probably going to give him at like 4% ownership. So he's in play.
1: Yeah, I like it. You know, this team strikes out a bunch against left-handed pitching. Uh, they don't walk hardly any uh, against left-handed pitching. So, it's a good spot for Miley. You know, obviously you have to worry about a couple of these bats, but honestly it's it's a weak lineup. So, you're not too terribly scared with this lineup. And, you know, eight eight of the starters have strikeout rates over 22% against left-handed pitching this season. So, there's plenty of upside here for Miley. We know he can strike guys out. So, Um, the other side of this game, Dylan Bundy side of this game. We know Bundy has upside from time to time, but Grant, we talk about it all the time. He's reverse splits. He's facing a right-handed heavy Houston team. I'm going to pass on Dylan Bundy today.
0: I mean, it's not even so much that he's reverse splits. I prefer him going up against the right-handed heavy team because he has a 28% K rate versus righties. He gets a lot more, or a lot less hard contact to lefties gives up less bombs, but look, this is in Baltimore. Like, the chances of him landing on the correct side of home run to fly ball variants going up against a Houston team are not likely in Baltimore. They're not likely overall, but they're definitely not likely in Baltimore. If you make 150 lineups, go ahead and throw one Bundy lineup in there. But outside of that, probably not a great idea. This isn't a huge K-rate lineup. There's a lot of – everyone has – every single person outside of Reddick has a lot of power. So just – probably better not to do it because he's probably going to end up with with around minus 10 fantasy points here.
1: Uh, Let's talk Houston bats. You know, they have a really high implied total here, 6.5. It's one of the highest implied totals on the slate. Um, We don't have some totals in some games, but right now it is the highest total on the slate. So when we're looking at this Houston team, what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys with ISO um, over 200 against right-handed pitching this season. So, there's a lot of upside here. You already talked about the home run to five ball ratio with the hard contact. Like, Houston's certainly a stack that I'm considering today. Uh, they're just expensive. Yeah, they're
0: one. Everyone, one through seven, is over 5K. I don't know if I've ever seen that before outside of the course, which is ridiculous. I probably target mostly the right handed low K guys Springer, Altuve, Bregman. Gary L's just crushing it recently. Um, but literally everyone one through eight, is in play. Torinos is a fantastic play at just 3100 or less. But pretty much everyone one through eight is going to be in play. Has the chance at a bomb. Stack them up. It's not going to be too chalky. There's, I think there's some cheap bats that you can throw in on the slate to get these bats in there and still get an all right, two all right pitchers. But yeah. Everyone. Everyone is very much in play. You're searching for home runs here, and it wouldn't surprise me if they got seven.
1: Fair enough. Um, Baltimore, anything here against Miley? Nothing against Miley.
0: It's it's just not worth it. Miley's a good real-life pitcher. Like, he has one of the lowest ERAs in the league. Um, His exit doesn't really show that much, but Baltimore's trash. None of them are too cheap outside of Nunez at 3-7 and Alberto at 3-4, but you're not getting a huge amount of upside there. I have no interest in any of these Baltimore bats outside of maybe Nunez just because he's first and third eligible and he's super cheap.
1: Yeah, like Alberto is always a guy that I like to play. He's 3,400. You can play him at second base. Um, Elite on base skills. Elite, um, you know, against lefties as far as on base skills. So, I don't mind him. Yankees and Blue Jays, 10.5 total. J-Hap against Sean Reed Foley. Uh, Hap is a 148 favorite here. You know, any interest here in J-Hap?
0: I mean, 7.1K, he can throw a tournament flyer on him there. Uh, Toronto's a little bit better versus lefties. And Hap hasn't been good, but like it's still 7.1K for a guy versus Toronto. I'm probably not going to make it there, but he's another one. I'm just going to give my interest between 1 and 3. 3 being the top guys on the slate, 1 being GPP flyers, and then 0 just if I have no interest. But he's, he's a 1 on the GPP scale. He can do something, but I... I probably won't end up with any of them in my lineup.
1: Yeah, I don't really love him here. He's continuing to struggle with righties. This lineup is, you know, they can technically roll out nine righties here if they want to, and they're hitting the ball well right now. So I I think this is a spot that I'll stay away from Hap. Um, Sean Reed Foley on the other side of this game, yeah, the Yankees are banged up right now, but they're, they're, they're still hitting the ball really well. So for me, Sean Reed Foley, low strikeout guy against a team that when you have to pick a pitcher against him you want a high strikeout guy so it's a pass on Sean Reed Foley for me here yep zero interest in him at all uh let's talk bats Yankees um you know who's gonna hit the home runs in the bottom of the order today
0: um I don't know who's gonna hit the home runs in the bottom of the order uh but it's gonna be someone here like honestly, you can go with pretty much anyone all the way up and down the lineup. I don't know why, but every single person is absolutely crushing the ball right now. Like this lineup, it may not be the Yankees lineup that we're used to, but versus righties, I mean, you look at plate IQ. Almost everyone has a 200 ISO outside of Didi Judge and Lemayhew. Strangely enough, uh, but like their prices, Judge is 4.2 K, Lemayhew's 4.7, Didi's 4 K, Torres is 4.1, Ursula. If you come back in lineup, Ursula is. like, everyone's cheap. Ford's 3-4. Everyone's cheap here, and I don't understand why. They have a 5.8 implied team total here. It doesn't make sense to me at all, their pricing. They're all very much in play, and Haskawa, if he's in there, is only 3.5K for a cheap uh, catcher that apparently can hit some bombs like he did the other day. But, uh, like, Reid Foley's not good, and then they're facing a bad bullpen. This is going to be a crushed spot where they're all too cheap. This is the chalk stack of the slate.
1: Yeah, they're going to be pretty popular on a 14-game slate. I'm right there with you. If you don't take Lemayhu, you can get everybody under 4,500, even Lemayhu at 47 if you want to stack it that way. Plenty of different ways to stack the Yankees here against Sean Reed Foley and this bad Toronto bullpen. Um, is Bo Bichette ever going to stop hitting extra base hits? Like, like, this is this is getting to the point where, like, we just have to keep playing him.
0: Yeah, no, pretty much 4-6 for a guy that's pretty much guaranteeing you a double, probably a home run, probably multiple hits. Going up against a righty, he's absolutely crushed everyone since he's been in the league. I don't really understand it. Um, He only has a 30% hard hit rate and yet just ends up with a double every single game. But uh, he's, he's good. Absolutely he's in play. Shortstop position, so there's not really too many options. I don't think too many people are gonna pay four point six K for him, even though he just keeps continually crushing. Outside of him, Guriel's very much in play. Four point six is a good price tag for him. He hasn't been hitting like he was earlier on in the season, but he's still going up against a pitcher that has a 230 ISO against varieties. Vlad's in play, Grichik's in play. I don't know if I'd go with Smoke, if he's in the even in the lineup. Not going Biggio, not going Hernandez. Uh, it's, it's mostly Bo very much in play, Curiel very much in play and then Richard and Vlad for me.
1: Yeah. And you, you mentioned his 30% hard hit rate. That's against lefties. He has a 50% hard hit rate against righties. Um, that makes more sense. yeah, I just, I just wrote him up this morning. So, um, well, Thursday morning, but so I, I was just, I already kind of, um, had an idea, but yeah, he's just crushing everything. Um, you know, Vlad, Gritchick, all those guys very much in play here against Hap who's struggling with righties and um, interesting game stack. Like, it's not an expensive game stack. So, it's it's certainly an, expen- an interesting game stack here. Uh, we got the, Bra- the Braves and the Miami Marlins, eight total. We got Julio Tehran against Caleb Smith. Tehran's a 148 favorite here. We'd like righties against this team. Um, what are we doing here when we're looking at Julio Tehran?
0: I don't want to pay 8.8k for him. But it's the
1: Marlins.
0: Uh I don't think I'm gonna use him at all. He's in play. Um another guy that's basically one out of one to three. But like it's against the Marlins, and they're just trash. And it's in Miami. They can strike they strike out a 27% clip versus righties. They apparently can blow up Keichel, but tayron will be fine um like i i don't know i i don't think i'm gonna go here um but he's in play just because it's the marlins
1: yeah if you're wanting to load up on bats and you're not wanting to pay down at pitching today like all the way down maybe like a wade miley julio tehran team you know it kind of makes a little bit of sense um i don't hate that but I, i like tehran um You know, it's just – this team stinks. You know, they got to Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel doesn't have that big strikeout rate against righties. I was a sucker. I played him. But when we're looking at Julio Tehran, you know, he's averaging 21 fantasy points against this team in three starts this season. He has the strikeout stuff. This game's in Miami. It's a positive ballpark shift. So, I I like it. Caleb Smith on the other side of this game. I'm a Caleb Smith fan, but I don't play left-handed pitchers against the Braves. They're very good up and down this lineup, and I don't think I can pull the trigger here on Smith.
0: I mean, he's honestly a decent pivot off of Bueller, off of Strauss. Like, there's a guy that I drastically prefer it slightly more, but Caleb Smith's in play. Um, Braves still strike out at a decent clip. I don't want to play lefties versus the Braves, but that's a lot of it is because of their massive power numbers, but Miami is not an easy ballpark for power. Um, So like Caleb Smith, we worry about home runs. He's a 47% fly ball, great pitcher. But him being at home, I have some interest in him. It's not a great play. I prefer Bieber that we'll get to soon, but he's in play.
1: Um, let's talk bats here. As far as the Atlanta bats go, you know, Riley went on the IL. So obviously that's going to be a little bit of a downgrade to this offense. Um, what are we looking at here for the Atlanta bats?
0: You can take one off with Acuna Duvall. I don't know if I'll play him flowers. If he's in the lineup, I'll play him. Um, just cause he's got some pop and he's super cheap at 3,100, but I I don't like playing guys in Miami. It's it's lazy, lazy research, but it ends up in the long run just not working out badly. Like you only look for value over in Miami, but I don't want to stack any of these guys up. It's pretty much Acuna or Duval's a one off, or Flowers is a one off as a cheap catcher.
1: Yeah, I, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, you know, I don't hate. Maybe uh, Culberson. Is he really cheap? Atlanta. Let's see. Culberson. Oh, 4K. A little bit too much there. Um, If he's cheaper on Fando, I don't mind him. And as far as the Miami bats go, I got zero interest. I'm not playing any of these guys.
0: If you want a super punt, Brinson. He's 2.2K. That's it.
1: Coming off of like a two home run game, right?
0: I'm, not, I'm disregarding this last game.
1: Or was it that. Anderson? It was Anderson, wasn't it?
0: Anderson had two home runs. I think Castro had a bomb. Someone else had a bomb. They put up nine. Gosh, I hate you, Marlins. I hate you so much.
1: All right. Uh, Washington at New York taking on the Mets. We got Steven Strasburg against Marcus Stroman. Uh, Strasburg is a slight favorite here against Marcus Stroman. Um, any interest in the Strass.
0: He's a tournament pivot off of Bueller. I drastically, if we're not including ownership, I drastically, drastically prefer Bueller. Um, but Strasburg's a guy that can put up 30 points. Um, if Strasburg's going to come in at 5% ownership and Bueller's going to come in at 30, Strasburg might be the better TBP play. But uh, like just we're looking at raw points. I drastically prefer Bueller. Strasburg's just an all right play.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk anybody off of him. You know, I don't think this is a, a bad matchup. They're, like you said there, I just like some of these other guys up here a little bit more. So um, Marcus Stroman, massive ground ball guy, You know, going from Toronto technically to New York, he's getting a home ballpark upgrade for pitching. Do you have any interest here in Stroman um, or is he just – kind of off the radar like 8700 it's not the cheapest price tag but it's not the most expensive price tag like what are we doing here
0: yeah and i mean you mentioned the ballpark upgrade that is a pretty big upgrade and on top of it he's going from the al to the nl so now he's facing a pitcher um like i just don't see a massive amount of upside i mean he's unless he's going up against a really bad team he's probably not going to end up over 25 points uh He's in play. I'm not playing. Uh, 8.7 is a fair price tag. Like That's about what he should be priced at. Washington's a good team. There are some strikeouts in it, but they do have a decent amount of power. But it's just like I don't think – a lot of these price tags are just not worth it considering what else is on the slate. And If you really need to pivot off to a cheap guy, um, there is one. I, I don't think I can go Stroman.
1: Um any bats on the Washington side here? You know, when we're looking at sh- this matchup, like I-, I really don't love bats in this game in general.
0: Yeah, I mean stroman has some worse numbers versus lefties. Adams, maybe you can take as a one off, Soto as a one off. I I'm probably avoiding bats in this entire game though. Yeah,
1: that's kind of where I'm at. Um Let's move on. We got the Cubs and the Reds. You Darvish against Trevor Bauer. Um, nine total here. Bauer's a slight favorite. Um, any interest here in Darvish?
0: Yeah, he's a guy with a 28% K rate. He's priced all right at 9.2 K. Like he's a big step down from Bueller. Like that's the big thing. Is like I don't have any interest in Teheran. I don't have any interest in Miley. Really. Because Darvish has a much higher k-rate than both these guys. He does struggle versus lefties, and there's going to be three of them in this lineup, four of them in this lineup. They strike out at about an average clip, but Darvish just, like, when he has his stuff, he has a great ceiling. It's in a good ballpark for strikeouts, bad ballpark for power. Um, So his upside is bigger. His downside's a little bit worse, but... Darvish is one of the few guys that's very much in play at this range just because he's the only one that really offers that much upside. So, yeah, Darvish is probably my fourth, fifth favorite pitcher on this slate. Uh, He's a great GPP option. Could he end up with the same amount of points as Bueller? Absolutely. So anytime you get that at lower ownership and less price, then it's, it's very much in play.
1: Only two walks in his last six starts combined um, for you, Darvish. And that was his biggest issue at the beginning of the season. We know he has the strikeout stuff. This lineup, you know, they made some moves. And they've added some guys and they moved some guys around. And, like, now we have some strikeouts in the middle of this lineup. So, um, I think that, you know, when we're looking at this matchup for Darvish, there's certainly some strikeout upside. So, I'm definitely on Darvish uh, today. It, It goes back to what I was saying, like, a Darvish Tehran. Like, that type of build is probably where I end up with Darvish because, you know, if I'm not going up to, like, a Walker Bueller um, or one of these guys at the top, like, I'm looking to be a little different. that's how I would kind of look at being different. Trevor Bauer on the other side of this game, you know, not a lot of love uh, from from DraftKings here at 10-2. It's one of his cheapest price tags um, of the season. He's been living in that 11K range. Do we have any interest in Bauer here?
0: I don't know. I mean, one of the reasons why I love Bauer so much is because he go up to 115, 120 pitches in a single game. Um, like, nothing's changed outside of that, and so I don't really have any interest in him because of that. He's 10-2. Like, he hasn't been a great pitcher this season. It's not like it's an easy lineup to go against. They're averaging strikeouts. They have a bunch of power. It's in a good ballpark for power. I don't think I can go Bauer here unless for some reason they start pitching him hundred and twenty pitches like Frank Conda did. I don't I don't think it's he's worth it anymore, which is sad because I love playing him every single week, even though he hasn't been great this year. He will go later into games.
1: Yeah. Um and he's really struggled with lefties <clears throat> this season. So I just it's a ballpark downgrade for him going to Cincinnati. Like it, there's just a lot here. Like he is cheaper. Ten two is a, is a fair price tag if, if, if it was different, but um, let's talk bats here. The Cubs, I don't mind the lefties, you know, Rizzo Schwarber um, Hayward, Hap like Bauer, when he has struggled has been lefties. And I don't think they'll get a ton of um, ownership here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind them. I mean, they all have power, and it's a good ballpark for power. So I don't mind them. I don't mind Castellanos at 4K, who's just been crushing it recently. Um, but uh, that's really it for me. And this isn't a great spot. They're 4.3 implied run totals about where it should be. Uh, but the lefties are the ones you want to target, and Rizzo's a little bit too cheap at 4.4K.
1: Um, Don't really love the Reds today. Anything standing out to you? Vado
0: at 3.9 is all right. Van meters, 3.7, Winkers, 4K. They're all affordable prices versus a guy that struggles a lot versus lefties in a good ballpark. So I don't mind any of those three just as some price savings. Or Even, even if you wanted to mini-stack it or even throw in Sinzel or Suarez to do a full stack, Darvish can still get blown up occasionally. And it's a good enough ballpark where they can all hit one out of the ballpark.
1: All right, we go to Detroit. It's Kansas City at Detroit. It's Brad Keller against Tim Adelman. Um, Any interest here in Brad Keller?
0: I love Keller, and I'm not happy about that. He's the third guy on the slate that I'm thinking about using. I mean, it's against Detroit. Detroit's terrible, and Keller's had an increase in velocity recently. He's been good. It's It's Detroit. It's Detroit, it's Detroit, it's Detroit, and they're terrible. Um, so yeah, Keller's 8k. Honestly, I think he has 25, 30 point upside in this type of matchup here. He can absolutely mow him down and destroy him. Their bullpen's not very good. So he could get some more innings in there. He's an extreme or a pretty good ground ball pitcher going up against a team that does not hit a whole lot of fly balls, not a whole lot of downside strikeout upsides immense. I really, really like Keller today.
1: Yeah, certainly don't mind Keller. Um... You know, considering his price, he's he's just in that range where uh, again, like I, I don't think I play like a Bueller Keller team. So it's more if I'm not playing like a Walker Bueller, or I'm using the Kansas City stack because it is not Tim Adelman um, Grant. It is Edwin Jackson starting today for Detroit Tigers. Our, our good old our good old buddy Edwin Jackson is is going to be back here and um, not very good.
0: Um yeah I'd say that's accurate. thought for sure he was done after what was at Toronto. um
1: <laughs> where but, hasn't he been that he's struggled?
0: I mean, I just meant this year. That's true, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't use Edwin like just just don't do it
1: um what's interesting here is like Kansas City bats like they're a little priced up, but they're very much in play today. Um there's some cheap guys that you can play towards the bottom of this order. Um my boy Ryan O'Hearn's two point eight K today. Like against Edwin Jackson, gimme O'Hearn if he's in the lineup at two point eight K. Dozier, Solaire. That that little like stack right there is really interesting. Dozier, Soler, O'Hearn, depending on if they hit like three, four, five there. But um even Alex Gordon's cheap. So certainly looking at Kansas City um in this spot against uh, good old Mr. Edwin Jackson, who has a 3.81 home run per nine in 28 innings this season.
0: Yeah, Dozier's probably going to hit two himself. Solera get one, and O'Hearns will get one. So you got four home runs there. Um, Yeah, don't mind rounding out the stack with Gordon and Merrifield, but I love Dozier, I love Solera, and I love O'Hearns here. Uh, Just all guys that can hit out of the ballpark easily going up against a guy that's just – Complete and utter, utter trash followed by a
1: bad bullpen. Couldn't have summed it up better myself. Um, any interest in the Detroit bats? No. No, they're not Didn't good. He hit a home run, I think. Didn't he hit a home run on Thursday? Like, he got his home run for the month.
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah. And I thought about using him, And then I realized, oh, that's not a good idea. So I can't even be angry about not using him because I knew it was a
1: bad idea. Well, I thought about using Chris Sale, and that obviously would have been a really good idea. Jaime Barria, Brian Johnson, Angels, Red Sox, no total in this one. Um, Any interest here in Jaime Barria?
0: Against the Red Sox? No, not at all.
1: Yeah, He's high fly ball rate with a lot of hard contact, generates hardly any soft contact facing the Boston Red Sox. Um, This game's going to open at a pretty high total because we got Brian Johnson on the other side of this game who – just can't get a right-handed hitter out and this lineup is going to throw a bunch of righties at him. So this is certainly a game we're going to be looking at bats, right? We don't want these pitchers.
0: No pitchers. Bats are great. I mean, Trout is obviously one of the top plays on this slate in terms of raw points as a batter. Uh, Upton's too cheap at 3.8 K. I don't hate Pujols. I don't even mind throwing in the lefties. Uh, like, Brian Johnson still isn't striking out lefties at a big clip. He's still giving up a lot of fly balls to him, a lot of hard contact. It's not really good versus either side of the plate. Like, there's a good, decent stack spot for the Angels here, and I don't mind throwing in Otani or Calhoun with him.
1: Yeah, this is a good – Justin Upton, 3,800. Like, he's really, really cheap. So, you know, obviously I like that. So – uh, the Red Sox, all these guys are in play. Like, Barria just doesn't get anybody out. He does have a really high strikeout rate against lefties. But, like, Ben Attendee has a 24% K rate. Mitch Moreland's around 20%. But, like, Devers is around 15% this season. Like, these guys have really good back control. And the righties should just smash him in this spot.
0: Yeah, plus the – I think he has a 240 ISO versus lefties on the season so it's not like he's doing good against either side of the play he's just striking out left he's a much higher clip extreme fly ball guy yeah they are going to mash they are going to play jd play bets play devers play bogarts go ahead and throw vasquez in there go ahead and throw moreland in there any of them are fine
1: so what grant is trying to say throw them all play them all moving on play them all play them all cleveland and minnesota um, we got Shane Bieber and Devin Smelt- Smeltzer. I always say his name wrong, but I think it's Smeltzer. Um, nine and a half total. Bieber is a 134 favorite. Do we have any interest in the Biebs?
0: Yeah, he's the pivot I like off of Bueller. Um, not a huge fan of Strasburg, not a huge fan of Bauer, but Bieber I actually like as a pivot. Realistically, this guy, guy is very good, he plays on a team where. He's gonna go late into games. It's not an easy matchup, but he could easily end up with 35 points here. I love Beaver as a tournament pivot that I don't think people are gonna go to because they'd rather go with Strauss or they'd rather go with uh, Bueller in a better matchup. But Beaver has the ability to go later into games because of his long leash and he's got a 30% K rate right up there with everyone else on the slate. Doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. Going up against a tough team, but there are a lot of strikeouts in the bottom half of this team. I mean. Sanoa's in the lineup, which automatically gives him a massive bump. So, like, outside of the lefties at the top of the lineup, they all have a ton of Ks. And Bieber actually strikes out lefties at a higher clip. So, I love Bieber today as a pivot off of Bueller.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we talked about, you know, Clevenger on the podcast yesterday in this tough matchup. And, like, he went out and put up 30 fantasy points. So, like, you know, the upside – the upside's there for guys that have the strikeout upside. So, um, Certainly don't mind that. He was one of the better plays on the slate. Like, <laughs> it was just a weird slate. Dylan Peters with 20 fantasy points against Boston. It just
0: it's just one of those slates. Forgetting about the slate, Steve, let's we'll just never talk about again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, any interest here in Smeltzer?
0: Against Cleveland, no. He's priced a little high for what he can do against this type of team. I, I, I don't think I'm going to use him at all.
1: Um, let's talk Cleveland bats, you know, kind of just getting an idea on pricing on these guys. Uh, What do you like here for Cleveland?
0: Uh, Fran Mill is not a bad play at 3.6 K. Um, like Smeltzer has not struck out righties at a very high clip. So him, Jose Ramirez, Puig, Santana, Mercado, Lindor are all very much in play, but I really like Reyes's price here. And everyone else is just priced about, where they should be but he's a high fly ball guy high hard hit rate guy so any of these guys can end up with a bomb and none of them are really too too badly priced so uh they're all cheap enough outside of Lindor that's five nine which is still probably about right for what he can do so I like the Cleveland bats today
1: um Minnesota bats you know Bieber is a really good pitcher you know they're an interesting low owned stack that can hit three or four or five home runs but like, it's not something that I would do if I'm running out, like, five teams.
0: Yeah, I like Polanco at 4K um, at shortstop. You can do a stack in a big field tournament, but, I like, you don't even have the leverage spot because it's not going to be that highly owned. So I'm probably probably just roll Polanco in as a one-off just because it's cheap price tag.
1: Um, let's see, moving on. Texas at Milwaukee, um, uh, Colby Allard against, um, Gio Gonzalez. Any interest here in Colby Allard? I think is how you say it. I mean, he had
0: decent stuff in the minors. He was a lefty going against the Brewers, but it wasn't great stuff. His price tag's all right. Like, I mean, he's a guy making his first start this year and he could do all right. He's got decent stuff, but, who knows if he'll actually have a good game. And this isn't the type of matchup where it's probably going to happen. So if you really want to pivot off of Smiley, he's a guy you can do it with, but I'm probably just going to stick with Smiley instead.
1: Yeah. Like the thing you got to do with him here is you got to, cause he's not, he's not a guy that throws hard. Um, I was looking at him up. I was looking him up before we started as I was watching um, Paxton Lynch GOAT. Um Like for me, it's just, you have to look at how Milwaukee does against, like, he, he averages, I think, like 92. So you just got to kind of see how they do against guys that don't throw as hard. But he has good command. Um, that, that's his thing. But he's not a big strikeout guy. So um, he was with the Braves, right? I'm pretty sure he was involved in a trade here recently. He was with the Braves, if I, didn't, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, he was with the Braves. I think he was with the Rangers a little bit last year.
1: Uh, Gio Gonzalez, we we like lefties against Texas, but um, it's Gio Gonzalez, right?
0: Yeah, and I just said that I think he was with the Rangers a little bit this year. I realized that that's right now. It's yeah. late in that, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using Gio. I hate using Gio. It's the price tag of 7-3 isn't terrible. It's a lefty versus Texas, so the numbers kind of say, yeah, you can probably use Gio, um, but... I'm still probably not going to do it, like the numbers say. I just hate Gio so much. I I, this is strictly biased. Like Texas, high strikeout team versus lefties, and he is a lefty who's decently priced, has performed all right this year. I just hate Gio. Like he's in play, but I will not play because of my hatred of him.
1: If he was 63, I'd take a shot. 73, I'd rather pay the extra $700 for Brad Keller. Not a kid. That a boy, um, Texas bats. It's not like I'm going to go out of my way to start loading up on bats here, but I don't mind Danny Santana, Hunter hundred pence. Um, those would probably be my two favorites. I guess I don't hate the shields at the top of the order. Um, if you want to make it a four man, maybe Andrus, but like, this is a, this is a one, two, three man for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably avoiding most of these guys. Like Gio, as much as I hate him, he doesn't really get blown up. Like, really badly. Uh, he's more likely going to give up some stuff. Obviously, worse versus righties. Can give up some power to righties. But overall, like, a mediocre pitcher that is just strictly in the league to piss off all fantasy players.
1: <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Um, Milwaukee Bats, you know, I, I'm. you got to kind of look at the research. Um, you know, it's a good fastball-hitting team. They hit fastballs in that 90 to 92 range really well. Lorenzo Cain, Yelich, um, Grandal, Braun, Ustakas, all these guys. Um, even Manny, 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 Manny Um So, I think the Brewers are certainly a team you could look at here in, in Milwaukee against this soft tossing lefty.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a guy making, I think, his second career start, which anytime. Turned
1: the game last year, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're all in play. I mean, their prices are a little restrictive. Heroes, not a terrible play here. Um, but yeah, Grindall's cheap. Like him at catcher. Braun, Kane, both in play. Mustakas, Yelich probably aren't going to be played a whole lot because they're lefty lefty. But we don't know how late this guy's going to go in the game. And the Rangers bullpen's trash. So there's that. Um, but yeah, Milwaukee's in play. They're not my favorite stack, but they're very much in play. And I really like Grindall's price.
1: Yeah, he um he threw 8 innings last year. One game against Milwaukee, Miami where he started and then he he kind of pitched in relief a little bit. Um his stats are terrible. He had a 3.7% swinging strike rate with a 90% contact rate um in those 8 innings. So, small sample, but you know, he he's a contact guy. Pittsburgh at St. Louis. We got a nine total here at Chris Archer against Dakota Hudson. Um, any interest here in Archer?
0: His price tag's all right. I mean, he has upside. Chris Archer's one of those guys that's always in play for me. Like, this lines up as a decent matchup. They're a decent strikeout rate team. The problem is they walk a lot, and he walks a lot of guys, which is why I'll probably just get the 500 bucks more and get up to Keller. Um, but Chris Archer is one of those guys that's always in play.
1: Yeah, and it's a pretty right-handed heavy team for the most part. Um, with Carpenter back, they got Wong, Wieters, um, Edmund, Fowler. Like, if they roll out five lefties here, probably a pass for me. There's just guys that I like more um, just to spend up a little bit more. So, don't think I'll play Archer today. But I don't think I'd necessarily talk you off of it because he's always a guy that has strikeout upside. Dakota Hudson, really bad against lefties. This team can throw four or five lefties at him. If that happens, he's a pass for me as well. Yeah, I'm not using him at all. Uh, Pittsburgh Bats, you know, you can always play Josh Bell against a righty that struggles with lefties. Um, Bell, 4,500, that price tag is fantastic um, for his upside. You know, we know he has multi home run upside. Um, Moran, Frazier, don't hate those guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, Hudson's gets a lot of ground balls to righties. So I don't know if I'd go Marte or Ozuna, but Reynolds, if you want to complete a four man lefty stack, I don't mind throwing him in it. 4,800. He's expensive, but people aren't going to use him.
1: Um, St. Louis, anything against Archer?
0: I mean, you can pick, try and pick out the random bombs. Um, Goldschmidt, Ozuna, DeJong are all fine. I like, Goldsmith's price tag of 4K, like dejon's price tag of 4K, uh, but outside of them, I don't know if I want to use anyone.
1: Yeah, I think you can make it a three-man um, with Ozuna, like especially if they hit three, four, five. Ozuna's 4.6K, and um, I-, I don't hate that little like three-man if you're wanting a back-end stack of another team. Uh, I think they're certainly a three-man you could play. Um, both these teams have interesting like two and three-man. So. Arizona at L.A. taking on the Dodgers. Uh, seven and a half total. Robbie Ray, Walker Buehler. Bueller is a minus 200 favorite here. Um, any interest in Robbie Ray?
0: Robbie Ray is always in play in tournaments. Dodgers is not a good matchup. 4.4 4 implied total against him. There are some strikeouts in this lineup, especially if they throw in Will Smith and White and Seager into the lineup. Like, wait and see what the lineup is, because they do struggle a bit versus lefties, but – Robbie Ray's always in play, and I don't think he's going to be chalky here.
1: He won't be chalky. He'd be 5% owned against the Dodgers. Nobody likes to play pitchers against the Dodgers. And, yeah, we don't like to play righties against the Dodgers, but, like, this lineup might not look the best today. Like, there might be Will Smith, um, Tyler White. There might be some guys towards the bottom of this order that can strike out. So, Robbie Ray – this is a four-game little late slate. Like, we're going to get decent tournaments for this late slate. And, like, I certainly don't mind taking a shot on him, maybe in a, in a, in a late slate format. Uh, Walker Bueller, though, you know, we, we've kind of hinted at our love for Walker Bueller today. You know, when we look at Arizona, they're, they're solid. Marte, Escobar, Peralta, Walker. Like, the, the lineup is solid. But this kid is just – he is living up to potential.
0: Yeah. He is arguably the best pitcher in the league right now. I say arguably, he's probably not, but he may actually be, and he's just on a tear. Literally, I didn't realize that he put up 50 points on, what was it, Sunday, Saturday? I don't know. I was at a bachelor party, so I didn't actually see it, but this kid is very, very good, and this is an all right matchup, but it doesn't matter because he will crush. He's essentially Ryu, but with higher Ks. Like, that—that's that's what it is. He doesn't walk almost anyone, which is what it, He's grinky with a higher K rate. That's what he is. And that's what we want. Roberts has been letting him go later into games, letting him go over 100 pitches, play him. He's fantastic. He's my favorite play on the entire slate.
1: Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, I'm right there with you. I like him a lot here. Um, I don't really like the Arizona Bats. You know, I don't mind this team most nights, but Mueller is just – he's pitching really well right now. Yeah, I don't want to play
0: anyone against him ever.
1: Like this guy, he put up 40 fantasy points in one start against um, Arizona earlier this year. So Um, the Dodgers, any of these Dodgers bats, you know, maybe like a Pollock, maybe like um, Justin Turner um, against the lefty. You know, I, I just – I don't think this is a game that I'm necessarily going to be looking at for bats. I think it has the lowest total on the slate.
0: Yeah, it probably does. I like Pollock's price at 3.7K if they have him leading off, which they probably will. I don't mind Turner at 4.1K. Both of them are good tournament plays. I mean, Ray still has a 200 ISO against righties on the season. Both these guys have some pop. Pollock doesn't strike out at a big clip and has been great versus lefties in the small sample size he has this year. So, I really like those two guys outside of them. If you really want to take a shot, Bellinger is going to be very low owned. but that's it for me.
1: Rockies and Padres, nine total. Kyle Freeland against Cal Quantrill. Quantrill is a minus 150 favorite. Uh, Many interests here in Kyle Freeland.
0: No. No, he's been trash this year, and I I don't really target the Padres versus a lefty. Or I don't target pitchers facing the Padres if they're lefty. So, really, just been atrocious this year. Is this the biggest drop-off we've seen year over year for a pitcher? <laughs>
1: uh, you're probably close. Like, yeah, probably close.
0: I mean, you, when you consider what he did in Coors last year, this has got to be the biggest drop-off ever.
1: Yeah, it – I don't know if it's juice balls, not, you know, not generating ground balls at his high clip. I don't know. You look at his stats and like just a tale of two different pitchers. Like you would never think it's the same guy. Like he's a 532 XFIP this season with a 17% K rate. He had a 468 XFIP with a 20 and a half percent K rate last season. Um, the ground ball rate was much higher like everything, you know, to soft contact and all that stuff. It was. It's just. It's really just a tale of two different seasons. He's given up way more medium and hard contact this season. So, um, let's talk Cal Quentrell. Any interest? We we like to target this team when they're on the road. He's he's kind of hit or miss.
0: Yeah, I mean six point two k. I I just generally don't play him. He's not going to get up to 100 pitches, which always hurts. Yes, he can throw out a gem when he's doing it, but he's only an average strikeout rate guy. This lineup is still just an average strikeout rate lineup, even on the road, just slightly above average on the road. I don't think I'm going to use him. Um, Yeah, I have have no real interest in him. He's fine. Like, if you have 6.2 – if you want to go double low price pitchers, you can throw him in there. But I – I drastically prefer Smiley, which we'll get to in a second.
1: All right, um, Rocky's bats. The only way that I have interest in Quantrill, really quick, like if for some reason like Blackman's out of the lineup or something, it's a right-handed heavy lineup and the lefties in the lineup aren't that great. That's where I would have interest in Quantrill, but I highly doubt that happens. So, um, Rockies bats, any interest here?
0: No, I mean Blackman would be the guy, but he's five point five k, and I'm not paying that in Petco. Um, as too expensive. Story's too expensive. Murphy's priced probably about right. Like I, like they're all priced
1: up. So no, no, I don't want them. Yeah. The pricing for sure. Um, the Padres side of things like Manny Machado is a great option here. Renfro is a great option. Like we talked about Freeland not generating any soft contact. Renfro Machado 45 and 4,400. Tatis is always in play. It's just – it's really tough 5.6, but, you know, 5.6 for a home run every night is always nice. So, um, Tatis is, is a phenomenal play here as well. Like, I like the three-man. I don't mind maybe like a four- or five-man with Will Myers and Margot, depending on what the lineup looks like. Um, I, I think there's a bunch of ways you could attack Freeland here, especially on that late slate, that four-game late slate, but on the main slate too. Yeah, I absolutely love the
0: righties here. Love Myers, love Tatis, love Machado, love Renfro, love all those guys that can – and then Hedges if he's in the lineup. Down there at the bottom, like, Freeland has been terrible versus righties so far this year, just absolutely horrible. Um, So, yeah, yeah, Tatis is right up there with Trout today, in my opinion, and he's going to go way less owned. I love Tatis. Tatis might be my favorite tournament play i think he has two home runs today he's gonna to be my home high priced home run pick steve if you just want to write that down now
1: got it um man i have something in my eye german notes uh the rays and the mariners we got jalen beaks against marco gonzalez um honestly grant i would have interest here in beaks if we knew he was going to throw more than like 50 60 70 pitches like that it's just been his thing like he's just not pitching deep into the game the matchup is fantastic here against seattle but he just doesn't pitch deep into games and i I just can't do it
0: yeah i can't pay 7.6k for a guy that's not going to go more than five innings like guaranteed uh so no no interest in him
1: uh marco gonzalez um a little bit better than he was earlier this season but still not anything special do you have any interest in him yeah, he's definitely playing
0: better, but seven point four K going up against a raised team that is better or is worse versus lefties, but I I I don't think I'm gonna go with him. Like that's that's a little bit too much. If he's in the six K range, yeah, he'd be in play, but seven K for an average strikeout guy, granted he does not walk a whole lot of guys, um and doesn't give up too much hard contact, but I don't think I can pay this price tag for him.
1: Um Tampa Bats you know, obviously, Travis Darno is a guy we're going to be looking at. Jesus Aguilar is cheap. Uh, maybe if you're playing that four game late, slate, I don't mind him. Um, he should be in the lineup batting fourth or fifth here, but probably the two guys that I'd be targeting the most from this team.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Aguilar's too cheap. Darno gives you the first base spot. I don't hate FAM. I don't hate Garcia. Um, I don't hate Brousseau, but. Like, they're all priced affordably. It's not a terrible stack spot. Seattle doesn't have a good bullpen, but Darno and Aguilar. Like, Aguilar is going to be one of my most owned guys and probably my – maybe my cash game first baseman. Uh, it's just a good – it's not a great spot, but his price is too cheap.
1: Um, any interest here in Seattle side of things?
0: No, not really. I mean, I don't want to take Vogelbach versus a lefty like Tom Murphy. You can go with him at 3.7K as a catcher. Um, Santana you can take a shot on, but I could probably just be Murphy for me just because he's a catcher.
1: Yeah, I don't mind maybe like an Aaron Nola uh, or Austin – not Aaron Nola, Austin Nola Um, if he's in there. Like he's kind of interesting depending on where he hits. Um, I don't mind like maybe like a Tim Lopes. He's a guy that has shown decent power in AAA this season. He was involved in the Blue Jays trade last year, came over from the Blue Jays. So I don't mind him Um, if he's cheap. He he has really good um, strikeout rate. Like, he doesn't strike out very often. He's second-base eligible. So, all right, let's move on. Philadelphia at San Francisco. we got an eight-and-a-half total. Drew Smiley, Tyler Beattie. um, Pick them game and just go ahead and tell us, Grant.
0: Smiley is going to be the chalk guy. Smiley's been crushing it recently. He's in San Francisco. He has a 22% K rate on the season, even though for the majority of the season he was terrible. Uh, this guy had great stuff earlier on in his career. I remember when we got traded over the Mariners and then I don't think played that entire year. It was real disappointing. Uh, but in any case, yeah, Smiley's the best play on the slate, dollar for dollar. Uh, he's likely to do well. He's going to be chalky. I don't care. I'm going to eat it. He's getting 20 points.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely interested uh, when I'm wanting to pay down. I I think he's the guy for sure today. Um, BD on the other side of this game, like, you know, he's pitched well at home this season. You know, he's a little bit more expensive, I I think, is the biggest issue. But, like, we look at his home road splits and they're massive because where he's going to struggle is home runs. And it's just this ballpark certainly helps him. But we know he has the strikeout ability.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's got some strikeout ability. There's some strikeouts in this lineup. It's a great ballpark. Like, he's five-three. If you want to pivot off a Smiley, it's Beedy in the same game. Um, they have close to the same projected total, both teams. And yeah, Beedy's just super cheap, and he's in the best pitchers' ballpark in the league. It's going to be 62 degrees there. It's not great hitting weather. Beedy's very much in play
1: um any bats on philly here
0: Mm, not really i mean reese was a one-off i don't hate he's cheap enough at 4.4 k got power but outside of him now it's in san francisco not really worth it they're not terrible pitchers
1: yeah i don't really have any interest here as far as the giants go um This lineup is so bad against lefties. I just really don't have an interest in them either. Yeah, I don't want anyone. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for the weekend. Give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on the slate, and I'm kind of already thinking of who your answer is going to be.
0: Oh, well, I could go easy with Smiley, and I'm going to go easy with Smiley.
1: Yeah, That's kind of who I figured you were going to take. Um, Let's see here. Uh, This guy is not my favorite, but like Chris Archer has six or more strikeout upside on any slate, so I'll take him. Um, Give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today?
0: I'm going a little ballsy here and going with Bauer.
1: Yeah, very boomer bust. If he pitches – if he struggles, it's not going to be Pleasant. Um, I'm gonna take Caleb Smith. I don't like lefties against the Braves. Give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run. Tatis. Tatis. I forgot to write it down when you you even told me to write it down, and I forgot. I mean he's gonna um, get two. I don't want to take Mike Trout. <laughs> Give me Soler. I'll take Soler. Oh, Give me yeah. a guy under 4K to get two hits. I'm,
0: so going, I'm going to Hearns. 2.8k super cheap
1: yeah give me um jesus Aguilar. since you took my guy uh stack to score six or more runs who do you got
0: off the board i'm going uh uh, i'm going i'm going with san diego
1: man you like sniped all my picks today like i was i had that queued up ready to go um, I'm going to take Kansas city. I'll, i I like Kansas city today.
0: Oh yeah. Take the guy going, team going against Edwin Jackson. Real, <laughs> real cop
1: out. <laughs> Took my Padres. I was going to take San Diego. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh,
0: play Tatis.
1: All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking some more baseball. Good luck in your contest and we will see you then.